0: It's fast, it's fun, it's five. You're listening to WNYU's Five Senses on 89.1 FM. I'm your host, Nia Watson. Let's chat for a bit. Why, hello, listeners of Five Senses. I'm back in the studio for episode 12 after I brought you guys outside last time. (sighs) I feel like 2022 started just yesterday, but we are already officially in springtime. And we officially have springtime weather where it's either super sunny or a downpour. Every once in a while we'll get a nice day. And what's the point of spending a nice day indoors? The good thing about living in New York is that I'm surrounded by streets, parks, cafes with outdoor seating, and more places to just enjoy the nice weather. And so, today I'm going to talk about my top five places to visit in New York as the weather starts to warm up. And so, what makes a good location? For me, I'd probably say the energy, the people maybe the smell, (laughs) and if it makes me want to stay longer. For any first-time listeners, I start my ranking at five and work my way down to one, with one being my favorite and my top choice. So, let's get started. Fifth place, Bedford Ave, Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So, for me, this is the first stop off the L train from Manhattan to Brooklyn. And uh, I come here, I'd say, every couple months. There are are a few stores over here that I like. Younger demographic of people, but I have seen some families walking around here. It kind of gives me the same vibe as Frederick Douglass in Harlem, except it's in Brooklyn. There's a lot of stores along Bedford, a lot of food places, High energy, especially when the weather's warm. High energy, people out, people about. The street's pretty busy. I don't go very often. Like I said, I only go every couple months, but I think I'd like to go more. And that brings us to fourth place, the piers along the West Side Highway. (laughs) I came here a lot uh, freshman year, especially Pier 45. I think the piers are one of the best places for golden hour pictures. So as the sun starts to set, I'm going to I'm going to paint a little scene here. As the sun starts to set over the water and the sky is orange and pink and a little bit of blue and it reflects over the water there's like a sparkle, pastels, <laughs> I'm just throwing words out here. The pastels, the acrylics, the watercolors, literally. The reflection's really, really beautiful and how it kind of shines and shimmers along the ripples. I find very calming, very beautiful, very serene. I did a couple runs along the pier last semester. I'm probably gonna start running over there again It was a very nice way to unwind after a long day of tough classes. Uh, I'd say it's pretty touristy just for sightseeing, looking at the buildings and at night, just the city lights. I find them very beautiful. And so that brings us to third place, Bethesda Terrace Central Park. So this is a funny story that also <laughs> relates to the Cuban salsa class. I find myself talking about very often on this podcast. Over the summer, when I was looking, <laughs> when I was looking for a Cuban salsa class to take outdoors, I found a few dance schools that were partnered with different parks and spaces across Manhattan. Some would use Midtown, some would use uh, the Washington Square Park area. So I found one that used the Bethesda Terrace area of Central Park and I had never heard of Bethesda Terrace. I might have seen a picture of it. It does look like something that would be on a postcard, but I found it online and I asked my mom if she wanted to go with me. She's like, of course. So we took the train down and walked through Central Park. And I genuinely, when I first saw it, I thought I was in a Regency drama. I thought I was in a period drama and that Elizabeth Bennet would walk out any moment. The structure looks like it was built hmm, probably in the 19th century. Very, very picturesque. I haven't seen it at nighttime, but I can only imagine it must be beautiful with like the lights illuminated and and the curvature of the structure. Very, very beautiful. There's also uh, a fountain and a lake over there. Uh, When I went over the summer, it was really nice just kind of seeing people taking pictures around the fountain and the dance class happening there. Very, very nice. Good energy, all kinds of ages, and good, good vibes. Relaxing. And so that brings us to second place, Conservatory Garden Central Park, another Central Park location. So this is kind of what I picture immediately when I think of springtime. Very floral, very green, a lot of shrubbery, a lot of trees. Definitely makes me forget that I am in Manhattan. (laughs) Very, very nice, but not so nice for seasonal allergies. And I got to discover that firsthand. A lot of people walking around. I did a few runs here over the summer and... Near, near the area I rollerbladed, but it was a little bit more difficult because the ground is, isn't very even. It's very rough. There's this one area with, uh, I think, a fountain. And it's surrounded by, like, this labyrinth of shrubbery with uh, a statue called the Three Dancing Maidens. Kind of, when I first saw it, made me think of both the three witches from Macbeth <laughs> and also the three gross sisters from Proud Family. What a throwback. But anyway, uh, that brings us to first place, the moment we have all been waiting for, my top choice, my number one place to go as the weather starts to warm up in the springtime, Washington Square Park. (laughs) It's a very NYU thing for me to say. And I know what everybody's going to say. I know that they're going to be like, it's gross, it's nasty, there's trash everywhere, there's people trying to touch you. I know, but no one can convince me that it is isn't at least a Lisa kind of a, a bit relaxing to stroll through the park when the weather is warm and everyone's out playing music and picnicking, tanning and relaxing on blankets in the kind of the green areas, rollerblading and roller skating. I found it really nice, uh, especially after the election. But just seeing everybody come together in the park was the most non-New York thing I feel like I've ever seen because this image of New York that I have is that everybody's always in a rush, the hustle and the bustle, people are, you know, going where they need to go, no one's really friendly, no one's going to talk to you. But in the park, when the weather is warm, everyone's kind of just still and relaxing, having a good time, not in a rush. The point is just to go outside and enjoy the weather, and it's nice to see that every once in a while. All right, that is my ranking for today, but here's a little special. Now I have some poetry. <laughs> Along the theme of spring in nature, I wanted to read a few lines from April Midnight by Arthur Simmons. I find this poem very springy and also very relevant to the urban setting although instead of talking about New York, Simmons is talking about London. Side by side through the streets at midnight, roaming together through the tumultuous night of London in the miraculous April weather. Cool, the wind blows, fresh in our faces, cleansing and trancing after the heat and the fumes and the footlights where you dance. And I watch your dancing. All right, that is it for today. If there's anything y'all would like to hear me rank or talk about on my show, feel free to email me at nia at W-N-Y-U dot org. That's N-I-A at W-N-Y-U dot org. I am super excited to hear from y'all. Thanks for chatting with me today. This has been Nia Watson with Five Senses on WNYU 89.1 FM. See you next time.